And let's head to Canberra now. Phil Curry from the Australian Financial Review joins us. Phil, you got caught up in the protest there, did you? Oh, the anti-vaxxers turned up yesterday, but um, they're not too smart. We know that, but um, they actually got the wrong week. I think they thought Parliament was sitting this week, <laughs> so, they, so they turned up outside and demanded all these politicians come out and talk to them, and no, no one was here. So they yelled at, <laughs> oh, so they, yeah, they yelled at an empty building for half a day and left. But, um, a group of people uh, famous for doing their own research. <laughs> yeah, I mean, oh, they're brilliant. Um, so anyway, but um, maybe they say, well, you know. <laughs> We've been told by the so-called powers that be that Parliament's not sitting. We beg to do yeah. that. Therefore, they're, they're Pfizer masters who own them. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, anyway, so the coppers have got the place ringed up this morning. So it's a bit, just a bit hard to get in, but I've just snuck through the roadblock and I'm just uh, parked on the footpath talking to you. Phil, based <laughs> on the way... In a heavy uh, fog, Will. Based on the way that you... <laughs> Thank you, Phil. <laughs> heavy fog. That. Very heavy, very heavy fog. Good. One yep. to describe it. Yes, yeah. exactly. Based on the based on the latest opinion polls, mate, Scott mm. Morrison might be happy at the idea of Parliament being prevented from sitting again. It, what a, it's a, it's yeah. a shambles, but is it a is it a recoverable shambles? Because I was saying yesterday, three three years ago, everyone was saying that you'd put your house on Bill Shortner in the election, and he didn't. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's you know, last election taught us never to make the big call, and I don't and don't think anyone's make you know who's going to do it this time. It's, it's going to be hard. Look, it's definitely going to be hard. For the PM, like something happened over the summer, and people just, you know, they're out of guts all um, with the Omicron, and you know, you know, everyone, a lot of people, somehow got disrupted. And, and and the interesting thing is that you know, it just seems most of the blame is ending up with the feds. It's you know, and that's sort of how politics is sometimes. People are just unhappy, and they'll just blame the, the government if you like. But you know, there was this sort of collective decision. All the states opened up. You know, I actually, as I said, just I've never seen the national cabinet. So united, and the premiers all held their nerves during the summer and state, including Stephen Marshall, took a very gutsy decision, you know, and uh, given he's got an election in March. Um, uh, so it was a sort of a collective decision by all, all our leaders to, to persist with opening and, and, and push through this thing, but a lot of the blame just landed with the PM and no one else. And, uh, you know, he, he, the failure to have those rapid antigen tests has really come back to bite. Uh, so, look, people are cranky. Um, he's at the press club today. He's going to be giving a good speech about sort of resilience, and, you know, this, and probably acknowledge, you know, the errors that have been made and so forth and urge everyone to, you know, stick with him. So, you know, one speech alone doesn't change anything, but it's, you know, he'll, he'll sort of fight back with him today, if you like. <laughs> um, but they'll be calling an election in two months' time, so it's not a long, not a long time. Um, and just whether the old mate, they can, you know, work the old magic like they did three years ago. You know, it's always harder the second time, but we'll, we'll, we'll see. It's not, you know, Labor's... Good stuff, Phil. We'll catch up again later in the week. And, uh, yeah, good to hear uh, you're uh, managing to get into the building. Well, fingers crossed you, you, you can, hopefully. Uh, no, I'm in. I'm in. Good. I'll be in. Excellent. Good on you, Phil. The 5G chip in my head. I can see it. Good on you, mate. Phil Curry from the Australian Financial Review.